Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 216 of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful Thursday of bets, also known as so you don't have to check your calendar for the first time here today, February the 3rd, 2022. It is a spectacular to be, day to be alive. The rest is up to me and the I choose to spread positivity. I hope you're ready for nothing but good vibes and that aforementioned positivity be coming your way for the next hour and a half or so. But before we can get into that, we need you to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you're watching on YouTube, hey, hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew like the Wise Words podcast that dropped yesterday featuring our man Andrew McInnes. Or if you're watching uh, the show on one of our social media platforms, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button there too so you never miss any of our additional social media content. Or if you are listening to the show on your favorite podcast, directory make sure you hit that subscribe button there too as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket you can be so kind you can find it in your heart to do so hey go ahead hit that other like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live hey maybe hit that share button too send it on over to your brothers sisters Mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL Pod. Can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Hey, last but not least, head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, and beautiful gambling people, joining us for episode number 216, I am your humble, honored, Hyped and always, handicapping host Colton Captain Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, insights, analysis, everything in between, and uh, most importantly, dive into some rabbit holes and have a little bit of a mental vacation here for the next hour and a half or so. Now, hey, first things first, shout out to our Illini, absolutely putting in the work on the Wisconsin Badgers yesterday at the State Farm Stadium, you best believe it, or State Farm Arena, whatever they do call it now, it used to be, and will for always be in my heart, the Assembly Hall. However, times change, things move, things groove. Speaking of times change, things move, things groove, 
It's time to bring in my co-host, my friends. You know him around these parts as the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and you bet your bottom dollar he'll take it to his grave, the TTL Cruz resident, cheesehead faithful, and South Sider himself. Look at me on mutinous mic first here today. Hey, Ladies hey. and gentlemen, Riley, R. Max, <laughs> Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, absolutely fantastic. It is a beautiful Thursday, dude. You've got the uh, the ILL. I got our boys, the uh, ISU Woo! Redbirds. Didn't get the win last night, nah. but I do believe they snuck in the back door, plus 14 yes, and a half cover. Yes, I mean, uh, who's to say? Who's to say? But uh, Illinois we... basketball on the rise. I don't know who's to say. I mean, I guess the team that they played was an Illinois school. But anyways, I'm doing fantastic, my man. Uh, how about your uh, end of the world over there? Come on, I already said it. You know the drill. Spectacular day to be alive over here, my man. Uh, back to the uh, snow, though, dude. We uh, we kind of got out of it yesterday towards the end of the day, and then uh, I didn't know we were supposed to get a whole nother front, but it looks like we're about to get a whole nother front, so strap in if you're in the Windy City. We're about to get it again. Don't think we're out of it, but hey, no big deal. No harm, no foul. We'll make our own sunshine if we don't see any of it here today. That's the mindset we're bringing. Um, one hell of a show on tap here today for you, my friends. We got uh, six picks to get through from both me and Mags. Uh, we got uh, the Boardbender Parlay. We'll recap all of that. Moneyline Dice making their usual appearance. While I'm thinking about it, I might as well just grab them some beaches so they're already good to rock hey, and roll because hey. I have been forgetting about them. Back in the win column. Back in the win column for the Moneyline Dice. That is very true. We'll talk about that just a little bit after everybody was all over the ECU Pirates yesterday saying they were going to be the winners. Um, and then after all that, that'll be the first half of the show. We'll get into the second half of the show. We'll talk about uh, whatever R Max has in his sidebar, get into some banter, of course. A little bit of back and forth and uh, motivation minutes, little announcements, and we will get on up and get on out. Before we uh, get into all of that, though, We are a full transparency show at the TTL pod. And some days we're going to have losers. Some days we're going to have winners. Some days it's going to be kind of right down the middle. Now, we ask you to judge us by those right down the middle days or maybe even rather those, those losing days because, my friends, we have so few and you didn't have to worry about losing a single damn thing yesterday. That's right. Pump it up. You got to pump it up. Hey, we said pump it up. The crew goes six and oh, that's right. Six and fucking oh. It's six and fucking oh. We went straight to the window. Straight to the window. I hope you uh, hammered it all in yesterday. Mag sweaty to the pay window after the uh, wild first half that was Charlotte and Boston. Cashed them both under 225 and a half and uh, survived any line movement there. And the Celtics survived any line movement on their end as well. Partner, how you feeling on this beautiful Thursday morning? Dude, absolutely fantastic. It was uh, The under was a little less sweaty, but that uh, spread was pretty damn sweaty down the end. Uh, I think you're going to be seeing until the uh, Celtics defense, uh, you know, falls off the cliff that they are currently standing on right now in some fashion i'm probably gonna have some type of action on the celtics whether it's their spread or totals or team totals because their defense is just on fire right now mm -hmm. man but a uh, little sweaty <laughs> but two and oh night on a double play uh i've got no complaints over here dude 100 percent, me either man four and oh night your boy i said it yesterday i said hey hey again Knocking on wood to the umpteenth degree, but um, I'm feeling it. I'm seeing it. I'm loving it. And, hey, what a perfect fucking time with only about six more games to go, conference, and God. then March Madness, baby. What a perfect time. You know, I said, hey, stick with me. It might be a little scuffly here through uh, December into middle of January, and then we'll figure it out. 
boy, oh boy, have we figured it out. 4-0 yesterday, uh, up 3.5 units, 9-1 on the week. Hope you've been tailing 7.71 units. And then uh, since we had Cup of Joe on campus on Saturday, hot on the college hardwood. 20-9 overall. We're up 8.61 units. So I hope you've been tailing that. Of course, we've been playing other shit there too, full transparency. Other, other places have been losing. Other places have been winning. But either way, college basketball has been keeping us afloat. And I hope you finally believe the mid-major king. Now, UNC Asheville Bulldogs, I'm done. They can kiss my ass. I'm over them. I don't need them anymore. They can uh, pound sand to the umpteenth degree. I could really care less what happens because, partner, I I said it. No, they're not going to come out slow again this time, are they? No way they can possibly. Again, they come out slow, come out to a 20-point lead, try and cut it all the way back again, and end up losing by five yet Again, the same exact thing they've done the last four times. I, was, I don't know how they were wagging at the beginning of the year, and now they've just lost everything they had. Uh, but yeah, not good for the UNC Asheville Bulldogs because it busted the parlay pop-off. We could have had an absolutely ridiculous day yesterday, but we didn't. No big deal. The Moneyline Dice did uh, get themselves back in the win column, though, my friend. Uh, big win for Temple. I saw a lot of people across the market like ECU on the money line yesterday. I actually liked ECU, too, which is why I was a little tentative on this, but hey, Moneyline Dice said, screw you, sons of bitches. You better get on the right page. We're cashing. So there you go, my friends. I think they're back. I think they're way, way, way back. Officially, let me see here. Um, I guess, partner, can you pull up the uh, TTL page on the action um, on your phone? See exactly what it was. I think it was six and six and two or six and three with the money line dice, and then oh yeah, six and two up four units, my friend. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Four point oh three to be exact. Ooh, ooh. That's exactly and what yep. I wanted to know. <laughs> Reagan, you, uh, you, uh, UNCA, the only uh, losers right there for us. Yeah, hey, here's what it is. It'll happen from time to time, but I really was not thinking it was going to be that time for the Bulldogs. But there you go. There you have it, my friends. Let's get into today's show. What do you say, huh? Let's do it. All right. Without further ado, my friends, we got one final thing to accomplish here. I got to make sure all my tabs are cooking and rocking and rolling over on this side of the screen. But I ask you kindly to lift your mugs up high in the air. And to me. To you over there, sir. And all you beautiful people sipping on the black elixir, the guys, take your sip. I'll be right back. Oh, yeah. I got two today, Whoa! dude. You say you, you say you got two coffee cups. Oh, easy now, Max. Easy now. Don't be spilling over there. He's got two going. Holy shit. I just, hey, I just know the mistake-prone human being you are. Yeah, no, no, the one is real full, so that's a good call. Yep, 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 real good full. call. There you go, bub. Okay, so without further ado, speaking of our mags, speaking of uh, being mistake-prone, he ain't been lately on his best bets of the day, my friends. He has been razor sharp, hot as the sun. The NBA has been his sweet cashieray. I don't fucking know. I was trying to think of something rhymed there, but there really wasn't anything that uh, rhymed with that. Sweet works. <laughs> either way, I wanted a rhyme, Mags. I wanted a rhyme. Either way, my friends, it's sweet time. Beats. Sweet beats. You. You, but, but you're losing if you're getting beat, dude. See see what I'm saying? It's hard. It's hard over here doing what I'm doing. So you just, hey, let me hit this thing. It's time yeah. for Mag's best bets of the day, all right? Before we go down a rabbit hole on what the hell we should have <laughs> entitled it, let me slide him over here, my friends. You over there on the opposite side of the screen. Strap in. Get out whatever you utilize to take stock of our best bets of the day because they're about to come live in prime time. And you over there, let them rip, let them have it. And as always, you have the floor. All right, my friend. Well, you did say something as far as hotter than the freaking sun. Oh. And that is quite important because Suns. I am going Suns. to 
for the first matchup of Phoenix. the day. Uh, actually, I didn't realize I did this, partner, but I've got two TNT. I've got both primetime matchups today. But I am going hotter than the sun to the hotter than the sun's Phoenix Suns. Uh, I took him at minus five, partner. We are seeing some interesting line movement right now, and it's not really scaring me off. It has dropped down to four, I will be honest. But uh, there's an important factor that's going on here as far as what I believe this line movement is doing. Trey Young is questionable in this game, partner. Uh, very questionable, actually. I was reading up on it. Uh Having some serious shoulder injuries has talked about how he, it was difficult for him to get shots up in practice. Now, I have been saying I do not like to assume injury news, and that's not quite what I'm doing today. I also have to check the box. If there is an injury, questionable, significant player, do I still like this uh, play, whether he's in or out? And the question is an, an emphatic yes. Um, I personally don't believe he's going to play, partner. They play the Atlanta Hawks. They play tomorrow night against the Toronto Raptors. A very, very, very important matchup uh, within the Eastern Conference standings right now, as opposed to this Western Conference matchup, uh, non-conference matchup here with the Suns. So my personal opinion, I do believe uh, we're going to see them punt uh, Trey Young to tomorrow, for lack of a better term here. But like I said, I still like this play even if he is playing today. Without him, uh, they're not going to have enough offense, first of all. Averaging 98.2 points per game without him this season over five games. That's going to be an issue tonight uh, if he's out with him. I feel like this Suns offense is going to dominate uh, this uh, Atlanta defense with Trey Young in there. Uh, the Suns' top three offensive and defensive efficiency partner. I I personally believe Trey Young, as great as he is, he's a bad defender. And this Phoenix team has two offensive guards that are playing as hot as anybody in the damn league right now. So I think either way, the Suns team has a fantastic uh, matchup tonight. As far as I mentioned the non-conference splits here, the Suns 10-7 and 7 ATS against non-conference opponents and the Hawks 8-12 and 12 partner. Uh, so I really think they're in a bad spot here tonight. So short and sweet for my first one. Suns minus five, perfectly fine with that live movement. So give me the Suns on my first bet, best bet of the day. Excuse me. I'm going to avoid this one. Uh, I like where you're at. That line movement does scare me off completely, um, especially with it being a pretty square play uh, today. Hey, but sometimes those come through in the clutch, and uh, you've been hot on uh, NBA. So I'm not going to mush your bet. I haven't been. No, you've been hot as all hell, so I'm going to stay away, and I'm going to let you keep cashing them. So our max first best bet of the day, the Phoenix Suns, minus five, okay with minus four as well. He says, partner, please, what's your second best bet of the day? All right, second one. This one, I'll personally say I like this one better uh, just because I, I feel very confident in that first one, but that line movement mm -hmm. is a little concerning. But this second one, partner, I like even more. Uh, I'm going to the late-night matchup here in L.A., Clippers and Lakers. Uh, Clippers, the uh, home team, in quotes, uh, here for the L.A. versus L.A. matchup, obviously. Uh, the Clippers are the de facto home team. Uh, I caught them at minus three, partner. It's up to minus three and a half. Um, I really like this Clippers team to roll tonight. The Lakers coming off of a back-to-back, -back, first of all, played last night. Uh, but this Clippers team, and they also have no LeBron, again, uh, key, key, obviously, key player out there. LeBron is no, not going to be in here tonight. Uh, but this Clippers team has found some offensive consistency partner over the entire year. Uh, they had been struggling, obviously, losing Paul George, not having Kawhi to start the season. 26 in the league uh, on the entire year, offensive efficiency, but... Keyword, but that number is skyrocketing right now. It was a lot lower. Over the last five games, they are 10th in offensive efficiency. So essentially what I'm trying to say is they're starting to find some continuity 
now that, uh, you know, as the season goes on without their star players, the roster that they have is starting to find some more continuity. Uh, seven and two ATS, their last nine games partner are the Clippers. They are playing really well right now. 110 plus uh, offensively scoring the ball in seven of those in the last nine games. So offensively uh, is where they're getting the job done. And you kind of know the story with the Lakers, right? They are uh, not a profitable team at all. They are so 11 and 13 ATS on the road. Partner, they're even worse at home. This is in this. They are the road team in this, but is this is in the stadium that they play. They're 11 and 17 ATS at home. Uh, so forget that road trend. They're even worse in, in that stadium this year. So give me, I'm looking at that trend a little more than I'm looking at the road trend here. Uh, but they're flat out a bottom tier defensive team without LeBron. Middle of the pack for the most part with him um, across the board. Uh, bad points per game wise, but everything else a lot more closer to the middle of the pack. Without him, 20th defensive efficiency over the last five games. Uh, they're not playing well right now. They are 15. 30, 15 and 37 against the number last 52 following a straight up win partner going over the last couple of, uh, of seasons. Uh, so obviously just, at, you know, whenever, whenever, obviously it's the Lakers, there's that Laker tax, you see them win a game. Then the next, uh, next time around, they're pretty vastly overvalued. Uh, oh, and five last five on Thursday partner. And meanwhile, the Clippers four and oh, last four following a straight up loss. Five and two last seven home games following a road trip of seven plus days, partner. So Ooh, this specific trend is one that uh, that you talk about as far as a lot of teams in the NBA do not fare well in this spot. This Clippers team is actually one of the exceptions to that rule here. Mm. Uh, so five and two last seven after a long road trip. Uh, and five and oh, ATS the last five games versus the Lakers. So the Clippers have actually had their number, obviously. And another interesting one here. when the uh, When the Clippers are the quote-unquote home team in this matchup. The mm -hmm. blue and red is painted around the stadium as opposed mm -hmm. to the purple and gold. Mm -hmm. uh, 17 and 8 uh, last 25 matchups when they are the quote-unquote home team in this matchup. So obviously take that as you will. A little bit of a goofy stat there because they are both yeah. playing in the same stadium. But when the blue and red is painted around the stadium, they typically uh, are faring a little bit better. So give me, I'm perfectly fine with that line movement. I'd like it up to four and a half, partner. But give me the Clippers tonight as my number one best bet of the day. Uh, but final of my two here today. Most definitely, my man. I love where your head's at. I uh, hope I didn't cause anything there with the video. I think everything was all right. Uh, Freaking accidentally hit a, a file folder. Didn't mean That's to hit right. that. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I like where your head's at on this one for sure. Um, that line movement, I think, is fine too. I think I'm going to hold off for now since it is one of the later games, and I think maybe it might drop back down to two and a half. It looks like people are starting to just throw money at the Lakers, and that's really early to be doing that. So I think the books are going to trick some people and drop this one back down. So I'm going to wait to get it at two and a half, but I think you're fine at three and a half, everything yeah. like that. Or if it holds firm, I'll probably end up backing it at that point, too. So love where your head's at. Uh, anything else you need to lay down for your two best bets of the day, my man? No, sir. I'm, um, yeah, I'm all tapped out over here. All right. Sounds good to me. Getting good on my side of the screen. I'll flip this little bit around here. We'll do this action. And now it's time for the second segment of the day, my friends. It's time for my best bets of the day. Now, sticking with the trend here, Mags has two NBA plays. I got four college basketball plays. We've been hot. We've been cashing them. We're just going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it grooving. So first, best bet coming from me today, my friends. We're calling this one the Big East Eliminator. And we're going to the matchup between the St. John's Red Storm and the Georgetown Hoyas. Take an under 
156 and a half. Uh, that's right. We're taking under. Now, this line is way, 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 way too damn high, in my opinion. Uh, line movement is what tipped it off for me right to start things off. Uh, 159 is where this opened at, down to 156 and a half now. Saw it this morning, 157, and it sat around there and then uh, lost the hook. So I don't think the books are going to drop it any lower. But my friends, I got my number at 149.6. So I think we have plenty of room to play with here. I would take this all the way down to 150. 151, 150 almost, and 150 and a half would be touching it. But again, I don't think this line is going to drop at all. I see a 78 to 72 game maximum, and I look at the last game as why some of this is kind of leading me on this track. 88 to 69, St. John's won the last matchup. That was in St. John's, and the total was set at 161 and a half. Wouldn't you know it went under, and it finished right at 157? How about that nonsense? Now, stick a pin in that. I'll tell you how these teams have been in their most recent meetings together, either over or under. Let me tell you about a couple keys here as to why I think um, this is going to go well, well under the total. Uh, the public is already siding with the over. They're seeing these two teams and seeing what happened the last time. Oh my gosh, it barely went under. That's absolutely ridiculous. It's going to fly over. Not in my opinion. I don't think so. Um, St. John's has played in this spot multiple times this year, and when uh, it looks like it's going to fly over, they end up being a wagon to the under, and they have been a wagon to the under time and time and time again. And why is that? Because their defense shows up no matter what, and even though Georgetown is pretty much falling into everything their opponents are making them do and are probably one of the worst teams in college basketball, the only thing they're doing is playing fucking defense. So, hello, what do you think they're going to do here today? Two teams playing defense. This bad boy's going way under, but you don't believe me? First time today. Believe the trends. Under is 5-1 and one in St. John's last six overall. 5-2 and two in their last seven on the road. 4-2 and two in their last six Big East matchups. And then the under is 8-3 and three in Georgetown's 11, uh, last 11 home games. 4-2 and two in their last six February games. And the under is 4-2 and two in the last six meetings between these two teams. So I like for those trends to continue to roll. And for the Big East Eliminator, kicking things off for me, the St. John's Red Storm versus Gonzaga. Oh, uh, Georgetown Hoyas. Uh, Georgetown Hoyas under. 156 and a half I like it my man I really do I mean I also like uh uh I know you mentioned a little bit but St. John's on the road offensively is something that really interests me as far as taking the under in this one as well so I like it dude I like it quite a bit okie dokie well sounds like Mags is in with number one you guys should be too let's keep it moving to number two going to the matchup between the Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, Hilltoppers against the Charlotte 49ers. We're calling this one the Conference USA Crusher, my friends. And we're taking the 49ers plus two and a half. I honestly think this is the setup line of the day across the entire board. Um, bet and money splits are what made me kind of start going down the track with this one. Last I looked, Western Kentucky was holding firm at minus two but getting 87% of bets and 87% of actual money wagered on this spread. The line is going nowhere. It's a setup and a half. The reason why this line has moved up from one and a half at open is just to get more public buy-in. It's not going anywhere. And let me tell you why. Western Kentucky's 0-5 straight up on the road, 2-3 and against the numbers. So you're back in a favorite who has yet to win on the road? I don't think so, John. And they haven't been good at all either. 10-11 straight up, 8-10-1 against the number overall this season. They're 2-6 and straight up in Conference USA East right now. Uh, put a pin in that. We'll be back there in a second. As for the 49ers, 8-1 straight up, 5-4 against the number on their home hardwood. It's not a setup when they're 8-1 straight up and they're getting points. Take them. 
They are good on their home hardwood. It's going to be okay. Do not fade them. They are just about the exact same as Western Kentucky, 11-8, 9-10 against the number. Almost the exact same team. They're just on their home hardwood, and you have to back them there. 4-3 and three straight up in Conference USA East, so they are better than Western Kentucky in conference play, my friends, even though they look like uh, Western Kentucky looks like a much better team on the surface. I'm not buying it, and you look a little bit deeper. Oh, baby. Home and away scoring splits tell this entire story. Charlotte is averaging 72.8 points per game, allowing 65.9 on their home hardwood. Western Kentucky only scoring 68.9 points per game and allowing 75.4 points per game on the road. You see how much uh, the Hilltoppers are allowing there. I looked in the last three because it has been pretty bad. Charlotte's only allowing 63 points per or 66.3 points per game in their last three. Western Kentucky 82.3 points per game allowed over their last three matchups. So I think we see the Hilltoppers defense continue to scuffle here, and I am not buying into the. They have to get right at some point, right? Well, it's not going to be on the road against the 49ers here today, my friends. But you don't believe me? Believe the trends. Western Kentucky, 0-4-1 against the number of their last five overall. 0-3-1 against the number of their last four following a straight-up loss. Western Kentucky's also 0-4 against the number of their last four as a favorite. 2-5 against the number of their last seven as a road favorite. Charlotte, 4-1 ATS, last five following a straight-up loss. 6-1 against the number of last seven home games. 12-3-1 against the number of last 16 as a home dog. The home team is 6-2 ATS, last eight meetings. Charlotte is 6-3 against the number of last nine meetings with uh, the old Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. And they're 5-1 against the number of last six meetings in Charlotte. Give me all of the 49ers setup line of the day, plus two second best bet of the day. I like it, my man. That Western Kentucky defense right now is what gets me real interested in this Terrible. one, dude. I like it. 150%, man. There you go. There you have it. I'll keep it steaming for the third best bet coming from me today. We're staying in Conference USA, and this might be my favorite mid-major game on tap here today because I've had it circled on my calendar for a while, and I follow a young man on the team that I'm backing here today that I'll talk about here in a minute. But uh, we're going to, well, first of all, we're calling this the Conference USA Crippler because after we crush the books with the last one, we're going to bring them to their knees and absolutely cripple them with this one. Louisiana Tech Bulldogs versus the Florida Atlantic Owls. This is rotation number 759-760 if you guys like that as well. We're taking FAU plus two and a half the owls have been absolutely terrific for us time and time again we backed them on this show and they have absolutely been a wagon for us um as far as line movement this is what really set it off for me once again 83 percent of consensus bets coming in on the louisiana tech bulldogs and this line is going nowhere my friends nowhere whatsoever i think we're seeing all of that public money because the bulldogs are five and two straight up and against the number on the road However, they played against Alabama, Northwestern State, North Carolina State, Santa Clara, UTEP, UTSA, and Southern Miss. So they were huge favorites in almost every single one of those games besides Alabama and Santa Clara. And here they are, very, very short favorites on the road. I say I don't think so, pal, but you do with that information whatever you wish. 
I look a little bit deeper and I say FAU has struggled on the road. Yeah, they're 12 and 9 straight up, 10 and 8 ATS overall. However, on their home hardwood, 10 and 3 straight up, 7 and 3 against the number. They are a wagon on their home floor and it's one of my favorite courts in all of college basketball. I suggest you tune in if you haven't ever seen it. But speaking of uh, home court advantage, home and away scoring splits once again are huge here for me. FAU scoring 78.6 points per game and allowing 67.6 points per game on their home hardwood. Louisiana Tech only scoring 72.8 points per game and allowing 70.6 points per game on the road. And we've seen it time and time again over the course of the last few weeks. Teams that are winning the rebounding battle in that hustle stat uh, category are the teams that have been typically winning their games outright here. And I'm not saying... The FAU Owls win it outright. I gladly take any points the books are willing to give me. However, I do think they got a pretty good shot at winning this. But back to the rebounds, FAU 115th in offensive rebounding percent and 69th in defensive rebounding percent. Yes, that is a Conference USA school that is that high. And I say that because Louisiana Tech, the supposed bigger and better team, 235th in offensive rebounding percent and 213th in defensive rebounding percent. I think the FAU Owls smack, smack the Bulldogs in the mouth today. And I mentioned a young man. His name's Everett Winchester. And uh, he has been a stud and a half for FAU this year. So much of a stud that he got my follow on Twitter. Uh, he was made a video on their Twitter page about some hype up, wide out, some type of shit. This is a special game. You're going to see a wide out crowd. This is going to be bananas and I think FAU wins it outright but we're taking the plus two and a half and if you don't believe me why you should do it believe the trends FAU five and one ATS last six overall five and zero ATS last five home games four and zero ATS last four as a home dog 14 and four against the number their last 18 Thursday games six and one against the number their last seven versus a team with a straight up winning percentage greater than 600 and the Owls are three and two against the number the last five meetings with the Bulldogs in the conference US a crippler give me fau plus two and a half third best bet of the day i like it my man i i would have been sold on the analysis that you gave but what you said there at the end about the the atmosphere that we're going to see tonight a whiteout crowd dude that's the type of stuff that and this is whether you take this seriously or not that's the type of stuff that the average person doesn't realize but takes a louisiana tech for whatever reason pops open the games and sees and especially in a mid-major crowd where or a game where you know the average person doesn't realize the type of atmosphere that they're betting on and they pop open the game and they see this ridiculous atmosphere and they're like what what the hell i didn't know it was going to be like this i thought we were going to see a funeral service type gym here but no mm -hmm. i I like so the angle who, that you got there, dude. Who would know that besides the mid-major king? How about that shit you're not going to find anywhere else, baby? Shout out mid underscore madness, mid-major madness. My, whoever runs that page over there, I've been following you forever. Finally getting some retweets and likes. Appreciate the hell out of you guys over there. Uh, I love mid-major basketball. And uh, as ev evidence of that, my fourth and final best bet is also a mid-major play. So let's keep it steaming. Going to the matchup between the Hawaii, Hawaii Rainbow Warriors and the UC Riverside, that is University of California Riverside, Highlanders. You know, it's kind of weird being Riverside and Highlanders at the same time. It just doesn't really gel in my mind. It, I don't, I can't put it together. Like, how are you on the Riverside, but also on the Highland at the same, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it, but I, but that's not what we're here for. High River. Something, something in, I, I don't, that's not what we're here for, though. What we're here no. for is the Big West Bankruptor, my friends, to wrap up the card. 
We're taking the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors plus two and a half. Again, line movement is what got me down the track on this one, or lack thereof. UCR getting about 80% of consensus bets, and this line has gone nowhere, my friends. The books don't have to move it because the public's already bought all the way in, and it's bullshit. Hawaii should win this one outright, no question in my mind, but I will take any points, as I always like to say, that the books are willing to give me. Now, you're not getting any juice on the plus two and a half either the last time I looked, minus 105, because they want the public to buy even more into the minus 115. Now, I will tell you, minus 115, minus 105s, the uh, less juice in those situations have been hitting for some reason this year in college basketball. I don't know why. Now, you do the one, minus 112, that size hitting. The minus 120, that's hitting. Minus 118, for sure. But the minus 115 has been a really, really, really odd juice spot to have to pay, and it tends to be that side's not making it to the window. But let's talk a little bit about these teams instead of odds. Nobody gives a shit about that. Let's talk about UCR. Six and three straight up, three and four against the number on their home hardwood. So just a touch overvalued, my friends, because uh, six plus three and three plus four do not equal the same numbers. So I don't know uh, when you learned math, but a little bit overvalued there. They're also four and three straight up in Big West play. Stick a pin in that. Hawaii, three and one straight up and against the number on on the road. They are a much different team than we've seen for the last five, six, seven, ten years for crying out loud. They are 6-0 and straight up in Big West play. That is good for first place, and this is not a setup spot, my friends. This feels exactly like the Davidson Wildcats game that I gave out to you only but two short days ago, or three short days, two Monday or Tuesday, whatever it was. Either way, it's the exact same spot, and it's just the book setting up the public, making the wrong team the favorite because they are on their home hardwood. Don't buy into it, my friends, but if you need me to tell you more, don't tune into this game expecting you're going to see a defensive sleep fest. It might be at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, but these boys are going to be running and gunning. You better bring your nitroglycerin pills along with you as well because Hawaii is averaging 72.9 points per game, only a little bit less on the road, 69.8 points per game. Compare that to UCR, though, 63.5 points per game. At home, 61.3 points per game. So it has not been great. Let's dig a little deeper. Hawaii, 91st in field goal percentage, 30th in three-point field goal percentage. Those are both actual numbers, not per Ken Palm, and 82nd in effective field goal, that is per Ken Palm. Simple comparison to Riverside, 298th in true field goal percentage, 334th in true three-point percentage, and 279th in effective field goal percentage per Ken Palm. If you don't see the edge there... I don't know what sleep you need to knock out of your eyes, but you better get with it, Junior, because the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors are going to shoot the lights out. And I don't give a damn that Riverside is on their home hardwood because guess what? 344th in home court advantage rating per Ken Palm. It does not matter. Hawaii is great on the road. They're going to keep rolling. But you don't believe me for the final time today. Let's make it another 4-0 clean sweep, baby, with the Big West Bankruptor, Hawaii. 6-1 against the number last seven overall. 5-1 against the number their last six following a straight-up win. 4-1 against the number their last five following an ATS win. 4-1 ATS going back to last season, their last five on the road. 5-2 ATS, their last seven as a puppy dog. 17-8 against the number their last 25 Thursday games. And the dog in the last five meetings between these two teams is 4-1 against the number. The road team is 4-1 against the number. And just so you make sure it's not always been Hawaii, Hawaii 4-2 ATS last six versus UCR and 6-1 and against the number their last seven meetings with the Highlanders in Riverside. Give me all of Hawaii plus two and a half, baby. I don't know why these numbers are jumping out at me, but they did again. I think I got another 4-0 clean sweep. Let's fucking go.
dude, all you had to say is that Hawaii was playing Boom. at 10 p.m. or later, and I'm fucking in the boat. Um, and uh, once again, here I am. Uh, it's not in Hawaii, which typically is that uh, late, like uh, a minute before, like 11.59, mm-hmm. whatever is Central Standard mm-hmm. Time, but 10 mm-hmm. p.m. or later, and you give me oh. the Warriors, dude. Please, please, I'm in with it. I'm in. Let's go. All day long, baby. I'm telling you, I, you know, I'm not going to suggest it, but you know what I would probably suggest about all four of these plays if I think that I'm going to sweep the board. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say it because last time I, I said I, it, we I only may missed. may not know what you're saying. We only missed one the last time I said it, so I'm not going to say it because, uh, yeah. Bang. Uh, so there you go. There you have it. My best bets of the day. UCR, though, early season, one of our darlings, but yeah, uh, yeah. definitely just a November darling, and that was Scoofler. it. Uh, so uh, a bunch of scooflers right now, man. I, not good. Scoofless. A bunch of scooflers. Not good at all, Scoofless. dude. Uh, hey, CC, Talking Line Podcast 2022. Scoofless. Bunch of fucking scooflers. They're a scoofling program. They're scooflers. Moving right along. Third segment of the day. The board, Ben Parlor. Hey, I wanted to shout somebody out, actually. Um, okay. we, got, we got a new uh, member of the TTL squad, actually, shout dog. Um, and, you know, because I, I don't know why people always think we're just these fucking KG. We don't like to talk to anybody. We don't like to fucking connect with anybody. We don't really like anybody. That couldn't be the farthest thing from the truth. Um, on our Twitter, we had a young man, Chris Lawrence, shout out. He uh, tuned into the show for the first time yesterday and shout said, out. yo, boys. I'll be back. We said, hey, thanks for stopping by, dog. Welcome to the TTL squad. Welcome to the family. Follow us on Action. Follow us on the Chalkboard. If you got the Chalkboard app, hop in the board. You can chat with us. We chat live in primetime in there. Uh, it's pretty much like Discord, but on steroids and only sports betting. So we can kind of connect with people more in there than just live on the Twitter Discord or live on the Twitter feed and shit like that. So hop in there. We want to talk with you, man. Appreciate you uh, Appreciate you showing the love. We appreciate the hell out of you stopping by. But let's keep it moving. See? See, we like you motherfuckers. Anybody, you jump in the live chat, we'll probably put your shit live on the screen. We'll probably talk about it. We'll probably stop the show and give you acknowledgement. But hey, whatever you guys want to keep thinking is is what it is. You want your 15 minutes of fame, you can find it here, boys. But hey, whatever. Hey, comments are open. I don't know if you said it or not just now, but comments are open. If you got questions about today's slate or whatnot, hop on in. Bingo, bingo. Oh, also, if you're watching on Twitter, we can't see him on Twitter, so <laughs> fucking hop on YouTube or Facebook, because I, right. I don't know why. When they, they deleted Periscope, they didn't, like, do the whole thing where you can see the messages, so we can only see yeah. Facebook and YouTube comments for some reason. So if you're watching on Twitter and you've been commenting, like, why aren't these assholes commenting back at me? That's why. So pop or into YouTube, show, pop yeah. into Facebook, and we'll, we'll get back to you. So there you go. There you have it. Now, you see it in the ticker. Time to get into the special play. The Board Bender Parlay, my friends. All right. This bad boy is paying out at over 11 to 1 odds. It'll probably Ooh. be moving around a little bit. Uh, you know so what? I haven't I, locked it in yet, so yeah, I can give, a, give us a live sure. update here. Beautiful. I love it. Okay, so number one, leg numerel uno. We're going to the Troy Trojans against the Georgia State Panthers, and this is going to be kind of a uh, mid-major board bender parlay. Yeah. I, I I consulted the oracle of my partner. He said, "Some bitch, I like where your head's at here, dude. Let's just fucking lock them in. I was like, I would make these my best bets of the day, but it's like, why not just make them a parlay? Like, let's have some fun. So... We're taking the Troy Trojans plus yep. six and a half against Georgia State. Now, a couple key reasons here. Um, the first one being is that this is a case of Georgia State being incredibly, incredibly overvalued. They are four and three straight up at home, but only one and three against the number at home. Now, again, one plus three and four plus three does not equal the same number. So that was like ding, 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 ding. Okay, overvalued to me. 
And I don't really care. Five and five straight up, six and four against the number for the Trojans on the road. So that's good enough for me to cover yeah. this number. Yeah. So I looked a little bit deeper into some trends. Trojans have been solid on Thursday, five and one against the number last six. And then seven, uh, their last, uh, let's see here. What did I see? Oh, I, it's on the other page. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Georgia State. Georgia State is who I wanted to. They clearly are overvalued. One and four against the number their last five games following an ATS win. One and four against it last five as a home favorite. One and four against it their last uh, five home games. Games in general, two and nine ATS last eleven games overall. One and five ATS last six is a favorite overall, and one and five against the number last six on Thursday. So, I think the Panthers Panthers struggle here. They might win the game outright, but they are way, way, way overvalued in this spot. So, first leg. Unless you got anything else to add here, partner Troy, plus six and a half. No, sir, that's all you. I mean, I guess if anyone, since we've got some new viewers, when you when Colton says like a team is four and three straight up, but one and three against the number at home, that means they played three games without any spreads, and they played probably Division two, II, Division three, scrub ass teams that they probably mm-hmm. beat a hundred to fifty, and it mm-hmm. still counts as a straight up win at home. And that's some things you can really pick off in mid-major ball. Yeah. And that's why some of these these legs here today, and some of the legs are even even my straight-up plays is kind of why I pick some of those off. You can pick that off big time in mid-major ball because some of these lower teams, they are playing Northwest left out fucking university yeah. to start yeah. their season. So we got to take a look at those things. So there you go. There you have it. First leg. Second leg. Matchup between the Oakland Grizzlies and the Northern Kentucky Norse. We're going to the Northern Kentucky Norse, plus three and a half. A bunch of key reasons for this one. This is another one, um, classic uh, reason as to why I think the, or undervaluing rather, as I try and type and talk at the same time (laughs) over here. Uh, Let's see why in the world. Okay, there we are. Uh, The Norse, I wanted to make sure I told it to you guys right. They're eight and three straight up on their home hardwood, and they're getting points. That is not a setup. That is, they are just being completely undervalued because Oakland, 16 and five straight up overall this season, but only six and four straight up on the road, five and five against the number. So I think Northern Kentucky with that straight up record, man, they're a damn good team. They welcomed in Cleveland State uh, to their home hardwood a couple days ago. Last week, I think it was, I backed them. They were down by 15. I turned the game off. I flipped it back on when I got an alert that they had cut it and took a four-point fucking lead. I said, what did these boys do? They won the game by double digits. I couldn't believe it. They are a squad and a half. Give me NKU, Norse, as well as Mag. Second leg, plus three and a half. Third leg. Little little uh, fun build action, huh? Another fun build. We got two fun build actions. Okay, second one. We're going to the University of Arkansas Little Rock Trojans. And how about that? Both Sunbelt teams are the Trojans. The Troy Trojans and the Arkansas Little Rock Trojans. How about that? Maybe about- maybe uh, this is the Trojan horse parlay, if you will. We're uh, setting up the old books, and all of a sudden we're just going to, all mean- the Romans are going to jump out and ransack the whole fucking facility. I believe the fourth team is uh okay okay we can we can we can figure this out we'll here get, finish we'll it get, off we'll finish we'll it get, off and we can we'll figure get, this out I got we'll this get, I got we'll this for there. us we'll get there okay okay uh so Arkansas Little Rock completely undervalued uh on their home hardwood here in this one today let me get this one pulled up again um this one will be a little bit easier because I can type in little uh they are six and three straight up on their home hardwood point blank period getting six and a half points you have to take them because. Uh, Lafayette, while they have been solid, the Raging Cajuns are only three and six straight up on the road. So you don't think that's overvaluation? I don't know what to tell you, my friends. I mean, that is point blank period classic case of it. Um, they're five, three, and one against the number, but some of those spots have been the dog spot. I think this is way, way, way too many points. I don't think I think this is gonna finish by a bucket, maybe even less, but I like the plus six and a half. So does my partner with the Little Rock Trojans. Third leg, fourth leg. 
told you, partner, if I would have taken this by myself, it would have felt like going to the well too many times. I would have just like, uh, it just wouldn't have felt right. So I had to do something in order to make this feel terrific. And we made it the fourth leg of the parlay. That's right. The Wyoming Cowboys on the money line, baby. Uh, not that it's going to get any nonsense or anything like that. The minus one, whatever, they would obviously have to win by two. But just so we don't push it out in case they do only win by one, because this is going to be a nonsense type of game. We're going to take the Cowboys on the money line. Uh, they're, they're just hot as hell, point blank period. I mean, you just cannot fade them right now. They are hot on their home hardwood. They're hot anywhere you put them. And everybody's kind of talking about this morning as far as uh, Boise State's defensive presence. And yeah, great, awesome. But Wyoming is a defensive powerhouse too. And when they play defensive teams, it's just a back and forth shootout. So don't tune into this one thinking you're going to see what I was talking about in the old Hawaii Riverside game. You're going to see a defensive struggle in this one, and fuck, these teams might not crack 60. So strap in. It's going to be an interesting game, but I think Wyoming being in front of the home fans, I think they take care of business. Partner, anything else for the fourth and final leg of the Bold Benda Pale? You know, I actually think Wyoming might have some offensive success in this one, partner. Total at 132. Hmm. Uh, when Boise State's totals typically are a little bit lower than that, I don't know. That kind of tells me that maybe mm. Wyoming's going to have a little more offensive success and maybe Boise State's going to be the team that's and, uh, struggling to crack 60. And you know it is up from 129 at open, so that is a little something to be thinking about there, partner. I'm glad you brought that to our attention. All right, well, there you go. There you have it, the four legs on the board bender parlay, paying out okay, over 11 so, to 1 odds. What do you got? Okay, well, as far as odds, uh, yeah, it depends where you get it. Right around 1100 on DraftKings, 1249 on, uh, or 1246 on the old FanDuel. Uh, losing a hook on a couple of the West, or Northern Kentucky down to plus two and a half on that one. But mm. you want those, uh, you know, extra odds to go over there. But uh, you mentioned the Trojan horse action. So we've got the two Trojan teams, right? Wyoming, Cowboys, their logo has got a nice little, little horse, horse in that action right there, right? Sure. So we got the Trojan horse coming in on the, the Wyoming horse. And then we got the, it's, uh, the Trojan and Norseman are busting out of the old Trojan horse. So what are we calling it? I didn't think of a name, but I just <laughs> thought of a scenario. We got the Trojan horse, and then the, the, we got Norseman, but Vikings busting the fuck out of this bitch. <laughs> And we got cowboys riding on the horse too. I, I as far as I love this called, scenario. I so it's so it's the Trojan the Trojan horse board bender parlay. Yeah, that, that, that's what we'll call. But I love I love that you had the whole fucking scenario. The cowboy, the, Norse- the Trojan cowboy horse Norseman, <laughs> the horseman Norseman horse, parlay. Horse parlay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goodness gracious. Get back for to this me thing, on a name. Get back to me on. Before a name. this thing falls off the damn tracks. <laughs> Let's recap all of today's best bets of the day, my friends. Get that out of the way. There we go. All right. First things first, I got to uh, get the old screen shared over here. So give me one momento while I do rip out your sports books, pull out your pens, pencils, paper, whatever uh, mode means method you utilize. Take stock the TTL crew's best bets of the day. Because as I say that, it is now time to recap all of mine. And our mags, best bets of the day for this beautiful Thursday of bets, also known as February the 3rd, 2022. 
Please, so kindly, turn your attention. Look at that fitting directly, beautifully right underneath Wyoming to the top left portion of your screen where you will see our Mags picks. Maybe it was that direction, actually. My apologies. Uh, he's got two coming from the NBA hardwood. He's taking the Phoenix Suns, minus five. Okay with him down to minus four as well. Think that's a little Fugazi line movement. And then he's taking the Clippers, minus three. All right, with that minus three and a half as well on that play. Turn your attention to the opposite side of your screen. My best bets of the day. Four coming at you from the college basketball hardwood taking the under 156 and a half in the matchup between st john's and georgetown tonight taking the charlotte 49ers plus two the florida atlantic university owls plus two and a half and the hawaii rainbow warriors plus two and a half directly above us paying out at over 11 to 1 odds you see the board bender parlay more specifically the trojan horse board bender parlay lock in the troy trojans plus six and a half the northern kentucky norseman plus three the University of Arkansas, Little Rock, plus six and a half, and the Wyoming Cowboys money line for the four legs on that bad boy. Let's get all six straight plays and the one special play directly to the pay window and bankrupt every book on this damn market. But before we can do all of those things, we need you to lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are clearly primed for ticket cashing in or whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Where are we, dude? Where are we? Is that time? The Charlotte Coliseum. No fair guess after a lot of these that have been that, but fuck. Uh, the Halton Arena, Dale Halton? F. Halton Arena. So Halton more you know on that Arena. one. Uh, oh, I can one see. I can see H A L. I would have never like. I, oh, I can really? see. Uh, here, I'll take my mouse over here so you, you can see. What, I can see H A L T. Oh, there you go. I, yeah. can't, I, can't, I can't really. Could have gone back to the old Arena Auditorium for Wyoming. Yeah, um, yeah, but uh, you know, didn't I, you know, try to make a smarter on what these names are. Uh, arena is located inside inside the James H. Barnhart Student Activity Center, known Whoa. commonly by students as the SAC. So the SAC, kind of like the SAC, the bone, kind of like our bone. But, you know, it's right in the sack. But it's in the sack. It's in the middle of the, right sack. the sack. Got you. Got you. So they play in the sack. Yeah. They play with, play inside of the sack. Got you. Correct. Okay. 100%. <laughs> 5,000%. All right. Well, hey. I appreciate you uh, utilizing one of my team's uh, home hardware there. Spreading the, uh, spreading the love. Spreading the good vibes. So there you go. There you have it. All of our best bets of the day. A little bit more text on the screen there. Moneyline dice roll of the day. This matchup actually starts in but a short hour and 40 minutes, my friend. Sure does. It's the Moneyline dice roll of the day. Liberty Flames versus the Bellarmine Knights as I bring us back in the screen and change the ticker here. Partner, can you uh, get us all up to date? What the hell's going on with this matchup as I uh, get the old Moneyline dice ready to rock and roll? Most definitely. We are at Bellarmine for this matchup here today. Uh, oh, boy. What am I? I'm blank. Oh, the Bellarmine Knights. I apologize. I had that one blanking. Uh, they hey. are the home team for hey. this one. Well, there you go. That's my bad. <laughs> uh, they are the home team for this one. They are the underdog to the Liberty Flames. Four-point underdogs. Bellarmine oh, is. Uh, this one, what did this open? Two, two and a half. Yeah. Up to four. So Liberty, I mean, you and I thought, I mean, Liberty on paper is the much better team in this matchup. They're a really solid team. Uh, So plus four at home right now. Over under is, um, excuse me, 133. Money lines for this one. Liberty still under minus 200, minus 192. And Bellarmine up at plus 158. 
Uh, it appears the money and bet splits 94% of bets on Liberty, 69% of money on Liberty. So uh, a lot of uh, good sized money coming in <laughs> on old Bellarmine over there. Uh, and the total appears to have 98% of bets and 94% of money on the over partner. So mm-hmm. we will see what that one is doing. Um, not sure if that one had some weird movement or not. Looks like that one looks like that one opened up a lot higher and has since dropped down, actually, despite all at? that money. Where's it at right now? 133. Okay, yeah, so it's holding firm at 133 now. Okay. Okie dokie, and uh, I don't know, their fans get a little uh, testy for some reason about it, but it, uh, so just in case you ever, if we really pop off one day, which that's our full intentions, Bellarmine, Bellarmine, found out it's Bellarmine, yeah, found out it's Bellarmine. The old found Bellarmine out, hive yeah. is upset when found, you say Bellarmine. Found out the hard way that what, through really? somebody else getting flamed through saying Bellarmine, mm. so I said, I'm not going to make that fucking mistake with that Bellarmine. group of fucking psychos. Bellarmine, so hey, I got your back, Max, just watching out for you, bro. Head on over to Bellarmine for I'm the matchup you, at 12.30 knives, knives and pitchforks running down Is the, it that type of hate, like snotty? Uh, down the like Twitter street, no, they don't like it at all. I don't know why, it's kind of weird, but hey. helping, but yeah. So, wait, no, fuck them. Bunch of fucking Twitter trolls. All right, here you go. Twitter fingers turn to trigger fingers. I dare you. All right, first thing. On dice? Home or away? Flames. Are we taking the Bellarmine Knights? Are we taking the Liberty Flames? I'm feeling the flames. What are the dice feeling? I don't know. We find out in three, in two, in one. Home team. Fuck. All right. Home team. Home team. Unofficially. 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 (laughs) ATS or money line. ATS or money line. Shoot. Money line. Whoa. All right. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Money line. Unofficially, the Bellman Knights on the money line. Now, are the dice going to re-roll? Are they going to double down, or are they going to give us another ticket to cash, hopefully, with the old total? Plus money? Plus money hunting? I don't know. Neither does Mags. But we soon find out in three, in two, in one. ATS away ATS. That is ah, a re-roll a away Damn ATS. You, Damn you. Okay, as to not do the old funny business. All right, guys, come on. It is now time for the straight roll. One roll, one time, prime time. Everybody knows the rules. Here we go. In three, in two, in one. Home ATS. Home ATS. <laughs> okay. okay. Home ATS. Home ATS. I will uh, snag these bad boys up. So you All know, right. fucking. Oh well, that's not how you'll be able to see them. Home ATS. Home ATS. Ta-da. Okay, nice. Ta-da. All right. They're not messing up the name. The dice have spoken. If you. Want a guaranteed take one ticket to the window tonight. No questions, no qualms, no quarries, none of the bullshit. We will not hear it, nor will the all-knowing, ever-present, all-powerful, inanimate money line dice because they are telling you to hammer in right here, right now, on a double don. The Bellarmine Knights, plus four in their matchup today against the Liberty Flames. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Uh, this game got moved up to 12.30 p.m. Central Standard Time due to some uh, snow and inclement weather. Huh. So uh, we've we, we got a little uh, early CBB action. Why Why did it seem last year, partner, that like beginning at least beginning middle of January, 
there were games from like 10 a.m., 11 a.m. all the way until 11, 12 p.m. Like, why Why does it feel like it did not feel – because we, we were both working corporate jobs when uh, mainly I, at this point in time last year. And it, it just like I remember I wonder, watching basketball during my work day. Like, I want to say it might have been because of games getting moved around a lot because of COVID. COVID? Was it because of COVID? That's kind of maybe because I, I think too. this is unusual. I mean, we're in a freaking weekday here. I, I think it's unusual because I mean, think about it. I can't remember ever at ISU ever having the opportunity on a freaking middle of the week be able to go over to Redbird and watch a game at, while everyone was in class. Like I don't remember that happening. Do you? No, I, I guess. Which not. I obviously ISU hasn't done that this year either. But you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. It just seemed weird because there were just so many all the time. And then I saw it today right. and there's like some at one o'clock, a couple at two. I'm like, damn, even if we could get like a fucking two o'clock game. Like, oh, I mean, dude, I know I'm a fucking Mizzou, DJ, Florida game yesterday was oh, bitch. Oh, at two oh, o'clock, perfect. Mizzou, Florida down to the wire, winning it by one. Like, oh. how can you not like how can you not enjoy that afternoon sweat? Oh. Like, that was great. That was yeah. great SEC ball. I mean, the whole game. And at two o'clock. You get get you your second, your third, maybe if you're me, your sixth cup of coffee. You're watching the fucking <laughs> hey, fuck them. It's a blast. I think we need seriously. I, we need a petition for more college basketball early afternoon. We ain't got to okay yeah, 10, 11, 12 o'clock. That's fine. Just fucking two o'clock. Two o'clock. Give me that. Why do I gotta wait until five o'clock? She me Christmas yeah. or or three. It just is three to five. I don't know. I just I, I need I need more ball. Early ball. Got a couple more at one. Yeah, that's what I was saying today. I saw that today. today. So I don't know if that's like now it's about to happen or if this is just a one-off kind of day. I guess is kind of what I'm trying to say. I think it's. I think to this week it's because of the the snow around the country, honestly. Because I know Ohio uh, is one of the teams that moved up, and I know for sure they're getting some snow here. So what you got going on? Why live weather update? Um, pretty fucking clear out there, from what I can tell. I mean, it's fucking boatloads of snow everywhere, but I mean, it, I ain't got no. I don't see any flakes falling out of the sky. So, at least dude, that's a I good had thing. to. Not to get down on a rabbit hole. I had oh, to, uh, we were, were missing one now. ingredient for a damn dinner, dude. And I, I had to, only like a, a short walk for the most yeah, part to the yeah. store, but uh, you had sure. to get the boots on. And Oof. <sighs> it was rough. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you. Good there. exercise, but it was. Hey, yeah, definitely not the uh, ideal situation for uh, how this weather has been as of late. But hey, what are you gonna do? There you go. There you have it. Okay. Um. Hey. It's fine, because the show's already off the tracks anyway. We might as well just yeah. keep it moving into the second half of the show, dude. So, what's been burning on your brain, melting on your heart, festering on your soul, that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 216 of the TTL pod on this gorgeous February the 3rd, 2022. All right, dude. It's uh, it's Thursday. It is Music Trivia Thursday. That it is. Uh, are you that ready? it is. I- I've got I've got them loaded in the chamber. Are you ready, my friend? Fire them away. I'm locked and loaded. All right. Starting with the layup here to get you rolling, get the uh, the music brain warmed up here. 2017 yep. album, Damn, all caps, Damn, is by who? Kendrick Lamar. There you go. Layup, I told you. So, uh, so keeping it steaming here. Dope. Uh, dope. What group? What group sings Arms Wide Open and One Last Breath? If you need me to sing it, I got you. Fuck no. With arms wide open. With arms wide open. Indoors of sunlight. <laughs> Welcome to this place. I show you everything. Oh, come on. Fuck, dude. Come on. No, no. Because they just like... Creed. Creed. Yes. Thank there you God, go. man. Oh, because I was like, Ooh. I was, I was <laughs> falling through the Rolodex in there. I was close. I was like, I know it's in here somewhere. With arms wide open. Oh, yeah, we nailed that one. With arms wide open. Top notch. Top notch. 
top notch. Uh, all day. What instrument does uh, Jamie Foxx play? The piano. There you go. There He's you a hell go. of a piano player. I know that he because is. he played uh, Ray Charles in the movie Ray. Hell of a fight. Hell. There you go. And he actually, because when he, Ray Charles was still alive, when he, a little trivia for you here on my side of the go screen. Go ahead. Ray Charles was still alive when they were originally approached Jamie for to do the movie. And yeah. at first, Ray was like, nah, fuck you. You don't know shit. Like, Ray was pretty fucking, really? like, up about his shit. And he was like, nah, fuck you. I ain't working with you. And then he, like, made him play one little thing. And he was like, oh, okay, shit. And then he was really, really, really hard on him. And then all of a sudden, they just, like, clicked. And, yeah. like, all the movements, like, everything. Like, Jamie would just literally sit next to him and just, like, every little thing Damn. he did. And, like, he was perfect. That's it cool. was so fucking sick. I was watching. I don't know if it was, like, a. It was like on Facebook. You know how sometimes you're watching videos on Facebook. And it was, like, one of those short, like, little five, six-minute ones. Not, like, mm-hmm. a whole 30-minute documentary or some shit. But I was just sucked yeah. into it. I was like. Damn, that is so rough. So yeah, damn, the more you know. That that might need to go on my list because I I mean we were we were young when that movie came out. It has been a minute. So it I might has need been to a long time movie. too. And it like the whole the whole story of it too was like a, a movie like we probably shouldn't be ingesting this when we were like fucking 10, 11 years old. Right. You know, like right. him using H and like fucking right. it all types right. of like mommy, what is that? Like right. yeah, we don't need to know about that shit. So I, I honestly from the I, little I, kind I of remember, remember having that memory of yeah. my parents watching it like oh like yeah I, like I oh like fuck. I like Jamie Foxx. And like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I, I, because I remember a little bit of it. Because, like, yeah, I, I would watch rated R movies either way, whatever. Right. Um, Either way, but, <laughs> in, uh, I, yeah, because I, I don't, I, I think it would be sick actually to go back and watch, man, because I haven't watched mm-hmm. that flick and all that. That was a good flick from what I remember. Yeah. I don't know. I think okay. so. Movie uh, right. All right, go. moving on. Uh-huh. Which singer, which female singer is a, uh, is a godmother to Elton John's two sons? Kind of a, just a random, the more you know. This just feels like a Madonna thing. A lot younger, actually. Uh, mm. The age difference is kind of interesting here. Uh, more of a newer age. Not like brand new, like not definitely not the last 10 years brand new, but like last 15, 20 years newer singer. Demi Lovato? No. Mm. One more guess from me. One more guess and then I'll tell you. I don't know how to give you a hint on this one. Very famous. That helps. Beyonce? No. Okay. Not, not terrible guesses. I mean, you didn't, I'm know, out. You didn't know. Just honest guesses. Lady Gaga. Oh, that would have been like, because well, ah, I, I was trying to think of like somebody out there. Is who I was like trying to think, yeah. but like, like not out there, but like somebody like crazy like me, you know, like yeah. a fucking goober. Because I wouldn't expect some normal ass human being to fucking help right. John's godmother <laughs> to their fucking parents. I wouldn't expect that. So, hey, oh yeah, Gaga, that makes sense. That makes sense for sure. Okay, Lady Gaga, uh, godmother to Elton John's children. Love it. Alrighty. Uh, moving on, Jimi Hendrix only had one top. Believe it or not, only Where had one you top been? forty. Top Do forty hit. Trip only had one. Lay, what was it? Lay. Not that song. No, I help you. Um, <laughs> that album absolutely, absolutely. Don't like. Make sure you know what's coming if you start that album. That album will just blow your fucking lid off. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't have been off that album. What the fuck? Voodoo Child? Nope. When you hear it, it's it's, or when I one. tell you, it's like a. It, I believe it actually is off Electric Ladyland album. Is it off Electric Ladyland? There are some jams on that album. Been remade. I believe it or not, he is actually not the originator of this song, and this song has been remade by many people. 
You got me stumped, dude. I tap. All along the watchtower. Oh, damn. Damn. I didn't know. Whoa, really? I didn't know that that wasn't his. And then other people. Uh, uh Bob Dylan. Wow. Oh, not a big Bob Dylan fan. So okay. I, I wouldn't have known that. Uh, and then I know uh, Dave bit, Matthews has a, has a version of it that I really like. But uh, oh. moving on. Moving on. Uh, let's see. Who was the very first American Idol winner? Very first. Now uh, has been famous. Kelly Clarkson? Kelly Clarkson is Let's correct. go! Come on, <laughs> dude. Come on. That's where she, yeah, that's it where used she to blew be, up, dude. It used to be my guilty pleasure back in high school. I would fucking watch oh, the shit please. out of American oh, Idol, bro. Holy fuck. At least the auditions, It's dude. a no from me. <laughs> yeah oh dude when the, the first like yeah 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 like first handful of years oh, when that came yeah, out dude, dude. oh same who, with me who dude. was just... uh so there was there was simon randy jackson randy jackson that's why i couldn't think of who and randy then, jackson uh... what you see that you see that squiggle on the samurai yeah. sword what, what is that <laughs> signature by randy jackson what, why, why do you have a signature of randy jackson on your samurai sword well i saw randy jackson and i had a samurai sword i mean you're not gonna not have him sign right. your samurai sword <laughs> See, dude, we had that Classic. conversation. Don't take away that movie. That's the one you can't burn. No. You gave me like four movies, like fuck one, marry one, kill one on the movies, and that was the one we didn't yeah. burn. Please. Thank God, because we say nothing but the quotes from it. Continue. Hell yeah. Kelly Clarkson, let's go. I'm hot. I'm All right. Hot. Uh, also, fact. before you go continue, ahead. got another trivia. Uh, Jeff Dawson put out uh, trivia today, as he always does, his, his golfers, his baseball trivia, and I just took a stab in the dark. Three National League teams have won back-to-back World Series. The more you know. Was there? Uh, did it say who it was though? No, I had so what I don't okay. know. It just said how many National League teams have won back to back World Series, and I just took a shot in the fucking dark at three because it just sounded right, and it was right. Yeah. Sound Hell the yeah. bells! Sound the bells! Hell it's yeah. gonna be a great. Now day. I'm gonna try and think. Uh, I don't know who it yeah. would have been. Reds. I know. I feel like the Reds might have had a couple of years in a row. Yeah. Maybe Dodgers, Giants. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, let's see. Anyways, where was I? Oh, uh, before Miley Cyrus recorded Wrecking Ball, it was offered to which singer? It was offered to which singer? That's the question. Who was it offered to first? Somebody ghostwrote this? She didn't write that song. Somebody Mm -hmm. ghostwrote Whoa. Apparently. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm going to go back to Demi Lovato. No. Keep guessing how you were guessing previously, though. Okay. Um... Shit, I don't remember who I said. Because <laughs> I think you guessed two people, and it was the second guess that is the answer to Damn this question. It, it, <laughs> I can't remember think the fuck extremely I said. famous women. Artists. Katy Perry? I didn't say her, but... One name. Damn it. I know I said it, too. I know I said it, too, and now I can't oh, think. Oh, come on. <sighs> And now the only thing that's coming to my head is pink. And I know I didn't say fucking pink. Like, what the fuck, dude? Married to another extremely famous rapper. Beyonce. Fuck. Yes. Thank goodness. Goodness. Isn't that cool? Interesting, though? Yeah. Whether or not you like that song or not. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I don't don't think that would have been good at all. Like, how would she... Like... Yeah, I guess like, it would have been totally like her style. It would have been like... Like, I'm thinking like... Like, I I don't even know like how she... You couldn't, Beyonce couldn't have done it. Like, I came in like a wrecking ball. Like, it, it's like, it's not the same shit. Like, it's not the same shit. Like, her vibe Maybe is totally that's different. That's why she it turned been, it down. It would have been a totally, like, yeah, because I could not have seen Beyonce. I came in like a wrecking ball. Like, that's not I her vibe. I could see that part. Like, I could see her crushing that part, but the whole buildup of it, I feel like, would be totally different. I guess so, Either but way. like, I don't think that would, like, be her. I, I don't know. 
Either way. Who am I? Um, what do I know? Okay. Okay. So a little bit of a Shit movie trivia Shit. slash music trivia here on this one, partner. Uh, okay. In the big, the big Lebowski. The oh, dude, come on. The dude can't stand what band? The dude can't. You know, there's a certain time and place. And there's a certain guy for that time and place. And that's the dude. Fuck, dude. You're out of your... Forget it, Donnie. You're out of your element. Ah, come on. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of lines to see you if I can think quotes. of it. <laughs> I can't think of it. <sighs> uh, it's a band that you have mentioned their song as part of uh, your <laughs> I gave them the ringer. It was <laughs> the Dirty Undies. The Eagles? Yes. He hates the Eagles. That's right. Oh, man. I haven't watched the Lebowski in a minute, dude. Man, I'm due for watching that <laughs> one, too. Fucking shit. What did you give him, Walter? The, the, the ringer, man. The dirty undies. <laughs> I need to watch that movie sometimes. Soon, yeah, that's, that's definitely oh new. Oh, my gosh. All right, continue. Nobody, movie. nobody messes with the Jesus. <laughs> that is like, that was the original, that was like his original role that like turned him into, like, I can't think of the name of that because he like has, and like fucking, um, you don't mess with the Zohan. No, 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 no. I feel no pain. Like that's that fucking yeah. guy. Like I, yeah, that yeah. that is like the role that started him as being like this Middle Eastern, just like bad right. guy, quote unquote. I fucking absolutely electric. Nobody fucks it with the Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, continuing movie slash music trivia. Eight Mile is named after a road in which city? Mm, Detroit, Michigan. There you go. Were you gonna say Michigan? Yeah, that was about a setup and a half. Uh, I actually, my sixth grade teacher, shout out Mike Don, um, could have very easily, he, he's told this story before, and it's been a lot of years, I can't believe this popped into my head, but um, he grew up two blocks down from 8 Mile um, in Detroit, and very easily oh, okay. could have uh, could have went that direction, ended up going the, uh, he was my he was my sixth grade teacher in, uh, at a Lutheran school, so went that direction instead of the streets, so uh, yeah, shout, shout out Mike Don, if you're out there, if you somehow shout stumble out. upon this, I don't know, Mr. Don, I'm not calling you Mr. Don anymore, because I'm not fucking 12, so shout out Mike Don, <laughs> if you're watching or uh, you see this at any point in time, popped into my head there, 8 Mile, how about that? How about that? That's another good ass flick. I haven't watched that yeah, one in a while. Seriously, dude. I haven't watched that one in a while. All these Ooh. ones, yeah. Do do for a watch. I uh, am white. Right, I couple. am a bum. I do got a man who show oh, I can't I can't remember what he all said. That <laughs> shit was oh that's such a good movie. All right, we're gonna end you on a winner here. So if uh-huh. we don't get this one, we'll keep it rolling. Who uh-huh. was the first woman ever inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? First woman R and B singer. Oh really? Wow, that's not where yeah. I was going. Damn. I was even kind of thinking like oldies, fuck. Or would they? Is she like maybe kind of from like the seventies or eighties? Uh, yes, exact time frame. I honestly don't know. Um, come on, use your words. That English language you speak. Here we go. Come on now, come, babe. It's right there. Whitney Houston. Not a terrible guess, but no. <sighs> Janet Jackson? Nope. A little colder. Hang on. R&B, female, R&B, female, First in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Any... I want to say they just made a movie about her. Really? Movie about I want to say. Cher? No, no, she's not R&B. No. They just made a movie about her? What? I think. I... Don't quote me on that. 
Uh, any other hints? This one hurts. This one's hard to uh, You're not getting it. Uh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. I can't think of Oh, they, they made a song called, or a movie called Respect in 2021. Oh, yeah, they sure did. That was, uh, oh. damn, I'm going to feel dumb. I'm going to feel really dumb when you tell me this. I can't think of it. Aretha Franklin. Yes. <laughs> I might have thought about it if I thought a little bit harder for a little while, but yeah, that, that would have taken me a long time. Good thing you yeah, saved me. Okay. I mean, Finish if you're not thinking about Aretha. Yeah, 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 well, no, think about Aretha, but hey, shout out Aretha. Uh, let's see, who was the first woman to have four country albums reach number one on the Billboard 200 mid-2000s? Reba McIntyre. No. Damn. Also an American Idol winner. Very, very solid oh, track fucking... record of athlete uh, significant others. Oh, hail Carrie Underwood. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's what, That was going to be my second one, but I was just thinking, like, the first female with four inside the top... Like, I thought there uh, for Reba for sure, or even like fucking um, Dolly Parton. Like, I, I don't know that. Carrie uh, well, came with the hits consistently, dude. I don't know what to tell you. And I dug my key into the yeah. side of his pretty little souped-up four-wheel <laughs> drive, carved my name into his leather seat. I took a Louisville slugger to both headlights. Slashed a hole in all four tires. Man, I hope I can't fucking think of the rest of that song. <laughs> I thought I was going to have it the last time he does that shit. Uh, what the fuck was it? Uh, he's probably dabbing on about $2 worth for that bathroom holo. <laughs> oh, but she don't know. Oh, that was, a, that was a jam back in the day, bro. Did I dug my key into the side? That was the shit. Oh, fucking Carrie, bro. Oh, fucking Carrie. Now, bro, like, tell me tell me that's not, like, at least maybe 5% of the reason why you tune in early to Sunday Night Football. I know it's mine. Shout out oh. CU. Shout out all day long. See you in see you in them new dresses every week. Shout oh, out. Oh, oh. Gorgeous. Oh, Gorgeous. Oh, oh. Gorgeous. You want to count that as a winner or what? Yeah, dude. Winner and a half. I okay. totally guess Carrie. That's a winner and a half for it. sure. Right. Okie dokie, artichokey. Well, there you go. There you have it. A little uh, music trivia Thursday. Huh. What do you know about them apples? Morning. Let's see what's going on around here. Um, do 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 oh, Shout out my guy Stanky. Uh, Stanky MMA <laughs> in Britain, bro. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. He fucking put out this uh, <laughs> this uh, meme yesterday of Jorge Masvidal's fucking hairline. And it's literally like his fucking hairline is like the fucking in and out, whatever. And he's like using Masvidal all's hairline uh to depict my uh interest in his overall fight career and it's like it like fucking it like goes up and it's like so it starts on his head it's like 2013 to 17 his darren till ko the ben Askren flying knee the bmf belt and then it's like where his crown and then it like goes down usman one usman two and now Colby's up at the crown, and then from there it's just drop <laughs> off. And it's just, and I just retweeted. I was like, I couldn't find a more accurate depiction, and he just like didn't comment back. Like great. holy fucking shit, I was dying when I saw that yesterday. I have uh, I've been low key getting involved in the MMA Twitter community. There's there's a they're really tight knit man. So like I'm not trying to get doll fucking. Hey, do oh, your yeah. do your things over there. But there's some funny ass motherfuckers in that community, I feel like, man. I feel like it's a great community, but if you push or pull on the wrong strings, you might be in uh, some Very, hot water. Very easily, and, and that no, and that's why I don't want to get involved because I got yeah. some staunch opinions, and like I'm like not like that. Like I'll say some shit and I'll stand by who I think of a fight, but I'm like, yeah, like dude, I'm not I trying to start beef by an yeah, opinion, dude. Right? I'm not like, oh, show up, show up to 270, bro. Put on the gloves, we'll get in the cage. Like, 
okay, like you don't want that smoke, but for sure, like I just, I, I, just, I avoid, <laughs> I avoid situations like that. Like I just, I avoid that at this point in my life. The old ones, ah, fuck, sign me up. No, no, we're not, we're not doing that anymore. Okay. Um, but speaking of UFC, we got a hell of a card coming up this weekend, dude. Hell of a card Slip coming up mind, this honestly. weekend. Uh, Strickland Hermanson, a uh, lot of no namers on this card, but my friends. Tends to be uh, on these fight nights when it's a lot of no namers that um, they show up and show out, and it is a card and a half. A lot of these fight nights have been better than the pay per view, so stay tuned. Uh, I'll have my UFC blog coming out on Saturday, uh, Saturday morning, maybe Friday night, depending on. I'm going to dive into it today. Uh, I don't have too much on the slate today after uh, we do Dawson's show. I do my hot spot at one. Uh, so tune into that too at East Coast Sports Investors, EC Sports Invest on Twitter, uh, East Coast Sports Investors on Facebook and YouTube, uh, or EC Sports Invest or East, East, East Coast Sports Investors.com. I think that's what it is. Either way, shout out, uh, check it out. Stop by uh, there at one o'clock to two. Mags will be on there tomorrow, one o'clock to two, as per usual. Our weekly hot spots, the Windy City reviews from your boy, the local Bears fan, and then the other man, the Green Bay Packers fan. Uh, so we'll be doing that. And then, um, speaking of also community, dude, like, I know I fucking get down this rabbit hole and, and hey, if you guys are, you guys are sick of it, unfollow me, but hey, it ain't, it ain't gonna fucking stop. I, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I'm, I'm like these, these, these giveaways and these retweets, retweets and shit, like they're, they're not gonna stop because I, I, more people need to know about this. And I'm telling you the spaces I was in last night. I have never been in a more lit atmosphere with people I did not know in my entire <laughs> life. It is some of the most fun that you I, – I, and, and somebody tweeted during, during the uh, spaces last night, you will not know or care to know about NFTs until you own an NFT. You will, you will not understand NFTs until you own an NFT. And I'm telling you, the community is the greatest part. The community is the greatest part, and it's making me realize how much more of a community and how much aspect we can put behind this and TTL and some brainstorming and some shit that I've been doing on that, and and it just how important community is and how fun it is, man. To like, I woke up this morning and like, like last night, one of the guys, shout out Baby O, our fucking guy. He's the fucking hype man, bro. Baby O is a fucking madman and a half dog, and his fucking uncle passed away, and it was fucking thirty dudes instantaneously. Oh, we love you, Baby O. This, that, whatever. This, that, and the third. And it, we don't know each other. Wouldn't know each other from fucking Adam if we saw each other in a crowd. First thing this morning, morning, my bruise. What up, gangsters? How's everybody doing? Have a spec. Everybody, it's just good vibes. It's good energy. It's great community. And it also has great purpose. And I found out, bro, you know me and you know my background with um, rehabs and, and AA and stuff like that. And I found out Ether Bruise is helping a uh, rehab facility and recovery facility in uh, the greater Canada area uh northwestern or northeastern canada area i can't remember um which it is but it's a one of the huge huge organizations up there and that's one of their charitable organizations that they're donating to through the project so just so happens i got involved in that too so it makes it even better so i mean that's that that's the great part about these man is is every project seems that it has a a uh a charity behind it an actual cause behind it but also great utility great stuff in the end I mean, the, uh, uh, the, 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 what the hell are they called? Oh, doggone it. It's who I was in with last night. The, I don't want to say, they're not the terrible Tigers. I don't fucking. I was looking through, I, I'm being, uh, I was looking through the C-Bombs last night, dude. In C-Bombs the, uh... fire. C-Bombs fire. C-Bombs yeah, fire dude. as fuck. But uh, these are, oh, the uh, the typical Tigers. That's what they are. Typical Tigers. And I shit you not, bro. I didn't tell you this pre-show. 
Carol uh-huh. Baskin is involved with him, bro. The no. Carol Baskin, yeah. And no. we were, t- we Carol Baskin was in the shits last night, bro. And like, she she didn't like pop up or anything, but like they they were talking about her, and like she she is huge in the NFT space, bro. Like really? huge in the crypto community, and like they it was funny. Like we were in the space, and somebody's like, so y'all ask about a husband or what? <laughs> and everybody just <laughs> lost their shit. But then it was like, and then it was like, no, like all, all fucking seriousness, without the fucking Netflix, without all the bullshit, yada yada yada. Like she is one of the most down to earth cool fucking human being so she got my follow on twitter last night it's literally carolbaskin.eth like she is fucking in the crypto world so i was like this is really fucking carol baskin in her fucking her freaking uh her her pfp profile picture she's got her little big cat rescue around her neck like it's literally (laughs) fucking her it's like no way this is wild dude so i'm telling you man the people you come across the stories you hear the shit you find out it's it's some of the funnest shit out there so i i know i just do subtle plugs but do what mags is doing guys do D-Y-O-R. Do your own research. You see something you like. What it comes down to, number one, you see art you like, bang. Okay, shit. Like, damn, this this looks rare. I ain't seen nothing like this before. This got to be, I mean, let's see what's up. Check out the website. Oh, fuck. They they got this charitable organization. Oh, shit. They, they say this on their roadmap. And when I say roadmap, they, this is what they plan to do. They plan to grow. They plan to do this, plan to do that. Oh, damn. They have a full team of real-life human beings. Oh my gosh, they bust their ass. They're hustlers. Uh, wow, they have the same mindset, kind of the same core values that I do. Fuck, we check out their Discord. Learn more. Holy shit, this community's cool as fuck. People just like me. Let me buy one of these sons of bitches. Holy shit, I sat on it for six months. Now it's worth $10,000. Now it's not going to happen that way every single time. Right. But that's the goal. And also, the goal is also to grow these projects, the utilities, all the stuff that you can have, man. And, and I just... I just think more people should be involved, and it should not be taboo. It just should not. I mean, I was talking, uh, shout out uh, Seal, a huge whale in the NFT game. I didn't even, a, a lawyer in Canada, and he's a whale in in the <laughs> NFT game. No no idea he even existed. Found out about him no. last night. I mean, there, there's just so many great people in this in this space, and, and it's the people who, it's the people who honestly share our, our values, Mags, that, that entrepreneur mindset, that 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 go-getter mindset and, that, and that's what it is and in the creative mindset they're all artists at the end of the day that's all this is is just artists trying to express themselves and do better for a community and grow this web three and man i i i'll support that all i can man and if i if i see cool ass people doing cool ass work i'm buying it on your nft so Hell i'll be yeah. getting in on some typical tigers too don't worry we got typical. some Got some floor sweeping coming up. Don't you worry, everybody. See, look at me. I'm even getting into the fucking terms and everything three, four weeks ago. I didn't even know what the fuck was going on in the damn space. So I'm telling you, man, I felt ignorant as shit at first. And you start, if you, I'm telling you, there's so many parallels with sports gambling. I've said this before. If you are a a degenerate sports gambler, you will be a degenerate NFT collector. I mean, it is so fucking addicting. It is, it is insane. Uh, So there's my usual two cents. Somehow we keep getting on that rabbit hole every fucking day, and I don't even mean to, but maybe it's just, maybe it's literally somebody out there needs to hear it every day from me. Hey, motherfucker, like, get on up and get on in. Right. There you go. There you have it. Uh, that's my community two cents. Also, speaking of community, again, join uh, the Talking Line chalkboard. Uh, mm. Love touching base with you guys in there. Love hopping in there with you. I mean, shit, we talk with all the chalkboard guys. The founders of the chalkboard app are always in our board. You look at some of the other boards, you know, it's just a bunch of sea of random nothingness. We have a little bit more of a, a niche community. We only got about 50 people in there. We got some people who like to go back and forth and, and have some quality conversations. Not 700, 800 people. Not saying that's not great. That's awesome. You guys do your thing. It's all absolutely beautiful. But I don't need the Discord doing this all fucking day long and I can't even keep up and I don't know right. who's saying what. Oh, 
have some good conversations. So pop on in there, download it, Chalkboard, uh, the Chalkboard app, and uh, follow them at ChalkboardHQ on Twitter. Outside of that, dude, um, any late-breaking news, anything I missed before we uh, do some motivation minutes to get on out of here? Nothing crazy, dude. Uh, Jim Harbaugh news last night, not going to uh, the old Vikings. That was Gee, kind of a weird I situation. Wonder, dude, I Gee, probably fucking middle of the interview. He's just They're just fucking... Just fucking dropping media bombs all over the fucking sportscape. And he's just... Looking down and fucking, holy shit. Adam Schefter said, what? Fucking, holy shit. What the hell did Paracelo just tweet? Um, You know what? I appreciate it. I'm going I'm to go back to Ann Arbor. Fuck this shit. Well, there's – did you – okay, so on top of that, did you see the uh, the Jimbo Fisher stuff as far as – people are basically like accusing I saw... him and them. Like they're basically – because they had, uh, I believe, the number one recruiting class. Uh, it was signing day this week, and he yeah, – yeah, yeah. they fucking crushed it essentially. And now they're kind of taking heat as far as like, you know, corruption and, far, and bad practices as far as bringing recruiting in. And he basically – he basically just shut it all down and – was like pretty pissed off um and, and now with nii nii excuse me nil deals it, it's gonna be so much harder to actually prove that i think that the teams are doing uh, illegal stuff oh, yeah. as far as that is concerned oh, yeah. and it's oh, like yeah. he basically was calling out i think someone from notre dame uh like not their coaching staff or anything like that but someone within notre dame um like athletic director office or something like that made some type of comment as far as insinuating that and he through Notre Dame under by like forget oh. these dudes. It was awesome. Mm. Go watch it. Go watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I uh I had ESPN on last night. It was late night and then and I didn't have it up, but I like saw Jimbo pretty red in the face yelling around. I was like, what the fuck's going on with old Jimbo? And I just didn't turn it on. I figured I'd hear about it today. So hey, appreciate yeah. you, partner. Thanks for filling me in. Speaking of SEC recruiting, I know you saw it. The uh I'm blanking on his <laughs> name, but the uh the uh, Brian Kelly video tight with end, the, the uh, tight, tight end. end. I'm blanking on his name, but oh. the goofy ass dancing video. I guarantee now. you, oh. it, I guarantee you, it won't matter in five years who that kid was, and he probably is not gonna like. I mean, whoopie doodle, but yeah, like right now, that's like so fucking huge. Like, oh my gosh, Brian Kelly did it again, and then the, then the recruit smacked him in the mouth. I mean, I don't know, dude. I think the only reason it's a goofy look is just because he hadn't ever done that at Notre Dame. You don't do that at fucking Notre Dame. No shit. You're not going to have lasers and fucking light shows at one of the most buttoned-up universities in the nation. No shit. What, do you want him to just be a buttoned-up fuck on the sidelines at LSU? That's what I'm saying. I'm tired of people saying, oh, it's so fucking stupid. Let the man live. Let the man have some fun. So what? Maybe maybe he found a newfound youth. Maybe he's been wanting to do this the whole time. He's tired of being a (laughs) stuck-up fuck at Notre Dame University. Maybe I just hate the gold helmets. Maybe that's why I'm getting a little worked up. I don't know. Maybe I just think the old fart should live. Maybe if he wants to... Put it on down. <laughs> Let him put it on down. I don't give a fuck. I just think people are throwing too much shade at old Brian Kelly. And someone you think needs he to stand continues up now? Him. You think he continues with it? Shit, even yeah, after he this? continues. That fucker had 10 million views. That fucker, he's doing it on purpose. He's like, fuck you. Everybody talking about me, and I'm getting paid. You sons of bitches are sitting on the bird app. I mean, hey, like, Meanwhile, he needs, like he needs me to save him. just like, yeah, you can do all that. Let me just, hey, bud, yeah, we're going to win a national championship. Come on over. Now... One thing you got to understand is if you turn your attention to the left there, son, there's about 15 crystal balls on that mantle. And I know you didn't see about one of them down there in Louisiana State. So you know the decision to make now. All right, now, we'll, we'll see. You go ahead and tell, tell old Coach Kelly down there what we're going to do now. Oh. <laughs> That's exactly how it played out, and he just ah. Uh, but <laughs> at the fine. same time, at the same time, dude, 10, 10 million bucks, like uh, or ten million views, like I mean, eh, who gives a shit? Somebody's somebody's bound to determine to go to LSU. So I mean, I don't think they completely struck out in Recruiterville, and I mean, it's a fucking tight end. Like, 
Oh no! LSU didn't get the tight end. We it might left. Yeah, he did, look, big, he did, he did look like a pretty, pretty big boy, but I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what the hell is what? But yeah, dude, definitely saw that, and everybody's losing their f. Oh, dancing number two, here he comes again. Like that—that's all they wanted, bro. Like that's—that's that's all they wanted. Like it's all good. Who cares if we land this recruit or not? Like you're talking about LSU football and Brian Kelly. I love it. I love the mindset. That's just how I—that's I, how I run my life. So that's I just I, I, I We'll do some. I, hey, I like let's, it. We'll, I like we'll it. do some TikTok videos. You and I doing the little. Oh, I'm down. I'm down as fuck, dude. We got to get one of those rotating cameras or some shit yeah. to rotate how the fuck we do it around us, and we can just start doing a bunch of, yeah, I'm fuck, I'm down as all hell, dude. I'll get That's wild. Fun. I'll get all types of wild. I'm trying to uh, trying to look through, see if there's any uh, anything good here. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Wait, what the hell is this? Oh, really? February 3rd. What the fuck is this? Oh, I was like, well, I was about to lose my mind. I was like, what the hell is going on here? I thought there was a fight card tonight. Um, there's not. I, uh, I, uh, yeah. So was, something how about old. the damn Olympics, dude? Have we started yet? I saw people talking about curling uh, last night. Are we started? Uh, yeah, no. Curling was funny. I mean, it was, it was like some qualifiers. It was on cable okay. television. I happened to watch it. You know, throwing some rocks. Listen to my guy, uh, Gabe Morenci, man. Yeah. Okay, cracking me up, man. Oh. Be, a, be a disgrace to Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking shout out to you guys. Fucking Gabe and Cam and Consig. Everybody over there, man. You guys fucking killed me, dude. I, I was dying last night watching that shit. But I'm trying to look to see. I, I don't know. Google says February 4th to February 20th. So that means So this tomorrow. some bitch is know. about to start, huh? We're about to have opening ceremonies and we just ain't been that, talking dude. about it. We just Seriously. ain't been talking about it at all. I guess I've been seeing ads, but like nobody, I don't think anyone gives a shit. Yeah, February 4th through February the 20th. That seems really short, doesn't it? Nah, maybe uh, not. I, I guess it's about what it is, and they just cram yeah, everything. Just cram it in there. So let, let, let's ask this question, FanDuel okay. Sportsbook. We got shit going on tomorrow. You got fucking shit ready to go. Doesn't look like it. LMNO. Nope. Ain't, ain't got no. <laughs> <laughs> See what huh. I was doing there? They ain't, got no, yeah, yeah. they ain't got no Olympic promos, dude. They ain't got nothing going on. Interesting. So, uh, hey, man, I'm trying to get involved in some Olympic betting, or are we just at the last moment that we're going to to be doing something? Hmm. I don't know. That's intriguing, dude. I, Because, yeah, I didn't I didn't realize it was starting that early. I didn't know when it was actually going to start, but shit, dude. I uh, I want to be able to bet on it, but I don't know. We'll have to uh, we'll right. have to stay up to date. So opening ceremonies apparently tomorrow for the Winter Olympics, and I love the Winter Olympics more than I do the Summer Games, so. Yeah. I right. got to get tuned in. Yeah, dude. Okay. Bobsled and yeah, slalom right. and figure skating and fucking 18 Speed different types skating. of snowboarding. Yeah, 50 ty- different types of skating, 30 different types of skiing. Fucking the the holy sh- uh, What the hell? They, they, they fucking ski and then lay down and shoot a couple targets. And then what the fuck is that? Oh. Yeah, it's some type of race or some. I don't, I don't know. Way, Someone from Rockford, my, my neck of the woods, is uh, there's like a newer like version of like a skiing event and someone from rockford is representing uh, the u.s dude yo let's go dude that's what i'm saying the, and my girlfriend actually knows so him sick. like personally was like used to be oh. friends with him in high school yeah well that's pretty doggone cool shout right. out shout out for sure hopefully uh gets a little uh hardware to bring back to the states seriously hopefully i mean give me these odds dude so i can bet no on our shit. guy let's go i'm dude, come on open these odds we gotta we gotta help we got a home horse in the race bag seriously we, we got shit yeah i did not know this information now we got we have got I to contact higher ups at FanDuel Sportsbook. We got shit to fucking get going here. Wow. All right. Uh, We'll keep you guys up to date, all things Olympics, because apparently it's starting tomorrow, baby. Um, Other than that, 
partner, I don't see anything else. You know, uh, yeah, I don't think anything crazy is going on unless we're blanking on something obvious. But uh, you got your uh, Jeff Dawson show at one, so I guess we can uh, get yeah, things yeah. wrapped up here. Wrap it up for sure. I was just double checking on everything. Yeah, my car doesn't start till five, so I was just making sure too I hadn't overlooked something. So we got a little bit of uh, early afternoon action here uh, before we get into motivation minutes. Just to let you guys know what's actually uh, coming, if I can find my dog on mouse. Uh, we got the old ooh, emu in Ohio. Ohio should probably bake the popsicles off of the Eagles. And then Tennessee yeah. Tech and Moorhead State. Well, we're all, always all looking for Moorhead, so um, probably be decent to tune into that game. I don't know either way. Uh, but, yeah, not the greatest games on tap here to, to open it. So they kind of no. teased us with a little, hey, here's two 1 o'clock games, but they're not great so uh no college basketball blog for me today either uh we'll be running through the whole slate with dawson and uh talking some shit talking some stuff back and forth so tune into that there you go there you have it all right uh i'll take it away I'm a little bit of motivation minutes we'll get on up get on out all right my friends now i uh i, I talked a little bit kind of along this uh this wavelength of, of being in the present moment yesterday and and kind of having that thought track and and i i really started to to kind of think about that more last night and and even into this morning and it was so funny i i had a reading kind of staying in the present moment today so i said okay maybe i'll expand on that a little bit and the message was kind of a little something along these lines but i kind of formulate a lot of this in myself just kind of thinking about it and going back and forth but i wanted to just remind you guys to be to be grateful for today just for the here, the now, the present moment. Because far too often, especially with guys like me and Mags or, or others chasing their dreams or passions or young entrepreneurs or whatever the case might be, we have such a vision of what we know that potential is and what we know we can achieve. And we focus on those gifts. We, we want those gifts now. We want them yesterday, as a matter of fact, because we know we can attain those gifts and we want them. But what I'm, what I'm here to tell you is that you're missing the most important gift by worrying about those ones that aren't even coming yet. And that's the one that's right here, right now. I've said it before, but they don't call it the present for no reason. It's because it is a gift. It's because who knows if you even have tomorrow. Who knows if you even have the next hour, the next minute, the next second from now? Who knows? Stop worrying so much about your future gifts that you are, have your blinders on to the gifts that are smacking you right in the face here now and in the present today. The more that you take the time to slow down throughout your day, and I talked about this earlier on in the week, slow down throughout your day and just count those blessings. Count the things that you see. Work your mind into the, 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 the frame, the mindset of I am going to look for the good or the blessing in every situation I find myself in. Regardless of what it is, regardless of what I'm doing, regardless of where I may be, all I'm going to look for is the good in that situation. I am going to be grateful for this present moment and I'm going to find what blessing I am receiving in this moment. And I promise you, my friends, when you start to focus on that and you worry about getting your inside right, always the outside will follow along. So stop worrying about your future gifts. I, I promise you those are promised. Not to be redundant, but I promise you those are promised. If you're working towards them, they're promised. 
as long as you're making moves, as long as you're not confusing activity for achievement, as long as you're going in that direction, as long as you have a sense of direction, I promise they'll come. Stop focusing on those future gifts. And just be glad for the present gift that you even got an opportunity to get back in the race. Stop worrying about the future. Stop worrying about what you might have. And just be glad that you got today. So my friends, I challenge you to look for the blessings in every single moment, every single second, every single breath that you go through today, tomorrow, and for the rest of your life. And stop worrying about your future gifts and what might come because they are coming, I promise, to stop and be grateful for the present gift of today. And that does it for my Motivation Minutes of the day. Absolutely fantastic, my man. Don't have too much to add to that. I mean, you nailed it right on the head for that one. Show sure enough, been spitting nothing but fi- fi- fire flame spinners on the Colts Motivation Minutes here, so you need uh, a little bit of extra inspiration. I suggest you keep tuning in, but there you go, there you have it. All of them for today. All right, that seems about everything for the old TTL pod. Nothing else I can see here. Looks like we are set to rock and roll. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. Four and one for myself and Mags. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 216 of the TTL pod on this gorgeous February 3rd, 2022. So we all don't have to check our calendars for the final time today. We can't tell you how much we appreciate every single one of you for your views, your likes, your retweets, your comments, your shares, your subscriptions. Everything in between, we see each and every one of you. We appreciate every one of you from the bottom of our hearts, and we cannot tell you how much we thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing us to show up every single day, chase our dreams and passions, and share our knowledge and insights with you guys. Thank you for giving us your time. It's more than we could ever ask. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Thursday, unless you have any other plans. And make sure you get today's best bets of the day locked in from the TTL crew so you can say right with us at uh, right alongside with us at the end of every single show. Let's cash some tickets. <laughs>